Star Wars 7x7, episode 411. Today, Chris Perillo of Locker Gnome shares what he would change about the Star Wars movies. Punch it, Chewie. Feel a disturbance in the Force? It's Star Wars 7x7, your daily seven-minute podcast. With your host, Alan Voivod. Destiny Unleashed. Hey, Rebel Rouser. Welcome to Star Wars 7x7. I'm your host, Alan Voivod, and last week we dipped into, well, our archives, basically, but not really the public archives. <laughs> and the fact of the matter is, is that we held out a few extra tidbits from Star Wars Celebration in Anaheim in April. Extra bonus interview pieces that we did with some of the folks that we interviewed while we were there. Last week we shared... Uh, Alex Robinson and Pete the Retailer from Star Wars Minute talking about the one thing that they would change in any or all of the Star Wars movies. Special editions not included in that. And this time we've got one from Chris Perillo. So Chris Perillo, the incredibly prolific, productive, and just plain fun man behind Locker Gnome and Vader Fun. Check out VaderFun.com and he's Vader Fun on Twitter in addition to his other myriad social channels and video channels and whatnot. So in standing in line with him to go see the Force Awakens exhibit, the costume and props exhibit that was on display at uh, Star Wars Celebration, where we were going back and forth and seeing each other on the different uh, (laughs) S loops on the line, I managed to ask him two questions, which thankfully the line stayed still for long enough to (laughs) go into it. One of them, of course, was the why Star Wars question that we featured in an interview uh, earlier back in May, uh, either actually no, in the end of April, I apologize. And this is the other part that we had for it. We asked him the question that we've asked a few other folks as well, which is, what one thing would you change about any or all of the Star Wars movies? Now, before I play that, I will tell you that he mentions Mike Klimo. He got the pronunciation right, or at least he got um, the pronunciation based on what the spelling looks like right. (laughs) And the ring theory, and says the ring theory is a quick read, and I'm sorry it's not a quick read, I guess, unless you are in the Evelyn Wood Speed Reading School, but uh, we will link to it at the blog post for this show's episode at sw7x7.com, and whether you are a quick or a slow reader, it is definitely worth the read. So in the meantime, without further ado, here's Chris on what he would change about the Star Wars movies. I would remove uh, George Lucas, not from a creative uh, front, uh, from the prequels, but I would have removed him from uh, directing okay. uh, yep. the prequels and, and, and having as much control as he did, because mm-hmm. I appreciate uh, him to the ends of the earth. Uh, I am not a prequel apologist, but I also believe in the Star Wars ring theory, which you should read if you have not. It's it's a quick read, and it's an absolute must-read as far as I'm concerned, whether or not you subscribe to the theory. I think uh, Mike, and I want to say it's, his last name's Klimo. I've never actually said it out loud before, but he's done a fantastic job. The StarWarsRingTheory.com, which uh, lends... Uh, I guess a, a great amount of weight to the, the idea of Lucas talking about it being poetry yep. and, and stanzas and rhyming. Uh, he, he put a finer point on it. And uh, as far as I'm concerned, his essay, uh, The Star Wars Ring Theory, Mike's, uh, needs to be turned into a, a documentary because he explained it in a very cogent fashion and helped me appreciate the prequels at a deeper level. But that said, I would like to believe that the prequels could still be salvaged in editing, removing a lot of dialogue, mm-hmm. uh, you know, a changing of how things are done without necessarily violating the Star Wars ring theory, but also 
again, to take a step back, I would remove Lucas from certain parts of the production because I think that's really that's where the prequels kind of veered off course. Telling that same story could have been done in a better fashion by somebody else. Right, because all the elements are there. They're there. I was talking to yeah. somebody who said, like, you know, the uh, the actual form and the structure is there. It's just there wasn't, you know, the meat was not there. Okay, there was no emotional attachment. Yep. So I, as I was thinking after seeing Guardians of the Galaxy to jump fandoms, I really liked that more than any other Marvel Studios produced movie. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I'm not a I'm I'm not a comic reader. I mean, I like comics. But it's not uh, Marvel not MCU thing, is not my thing. Yeah, it's yeah. not my fandom. But I enjoyed it. I really enjoyed it. And I couldn't. I couldn't figure out why. And it had a certain Star Wars esque feel to it. And I'm talking about you know the original movies. You had this camaraderie of not misfits necessarily, but you know people various backgrounds. They come together and they need to work together. But that whole friction coming. Yeah, the friction that was there. Yeah. The emotional attachment you had to characters, and there was no little to no emotional attachment. Even with characters that I might have known, that I might have appreciated, I still didn't feel anything for them in the prequels. As much as I liked who they were, you know, certainly from my, you know, what I wanted to know, I I still want, and you know, it's not going to happen, I want the prequels to move into EU and be legends Ah. and kind of be redone. Mm -hmm. That's what I, that, you know, if you were to ask, and I think, I don't know if it's going to happen, but I'd imagine that someone, someone who just understands what this means, all the people coming together, mm-hmm. uh, it's like the difference between watching the trailer with thousands of people in the same room, the other, like the other day, seeing the, mm-hmm. the one, not trailer, the second teaser, right. uh, and having that emotional impact you know, mm-hmm. on yourself because you're sighing at the same time, you're, you're screaming at the same time, you're, you're cheering, and it, like almost on cue, like we had a script, audience cheers, right. the audience sighs, and we all did the same thing, we were a collective mind. Mm-hmm. Going home and watching that trailer on YouTube, Mm-hmm. You know, after it accrued 11 million views at that point, it was different because yeah. that emotional connection that you had with the other people was non-existent. You were just watching the screen, right. and to me, the prequels could have been done differently if Lucas would have understood that emotional connection that the fans have. And let's admit, anybody who's at celebration, super fans, <laughs> you know, have yep. these emotional connections with the characters, and that I think could have better been captured by somebody else or potentially fixed in edit. Mm-hmm. So there's a, a long answer to a very short question. No, perfect. I love it. <laughs> All right, it's time for your trivia question. I'm betting heavily on the Sebulban. And that's why he's broken alone in Attack of the Clones. All right, what was Luke Skywalker's call sign during the Battle of Hoth? That's what we asked yesterday, and the answer is Rogue Leader. Today's question, what city's customers are anxious to avoid attracting attention to themselves? Thanks for listening to another episode of Star Wars 7x7. And hey, before you go blasting your way out of Moss Eisley, check out SW7x7.com for show notes, links, photos, videos, and more. And if you want to join the inner circle of fans, become a patron of the show at patreon.com SW7x7. It's not an Imperial spy, it's Destiny Unleashed. This podcast is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, and all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars-related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders. May the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2015 by Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it!